0: Welcome to episode 35 of the Podding Shed, the podcast of the com, And now, the end is near. Yes, as the shutters come down at Shea Roman and Rafael Benitez clears the plates away, Chelsea fans, and most of the football world, wait with bated breath to see if he is coming home to wreak havoc, win some silverware, and then bugger off in a of peak in three years, leaving us with Avram Grant again. Joining me to pick the bones out of the final week of our season are Mark 25, who is Mark. Hello. And Grocer Jack, who is Tony. Good evening. Doctor Blueboy, who has been unavoidably detained somewhere on the Dutch railway network, and will join us again for the next potting shed. So, last week, thousands of Chelsea fans travelled from far and wide to Amsterdam to watch the mighty Blues in their second European final in twelve months. Um, I think we we're probably all agreed that um, we weren't exactly the best side on show, certainly in the first half. Um, but um, with a bit of the. Um, the dogged Chelsea spirit and um, and the know-how of how to um, scrape your way through a European final and come out trumps, we um, we did exactly that. Um, Mark, just give us a few thoughts on um, your, your day in Amsterdam. You are the only representative of the potting shed there, which is a poor show, but um, you
1: were there? I was. What do you think? What did you think, rather? Of Amsterdam. Yeah. And everything in general. Um, yeah, it was a great day out. Um, I mean, we've had loads of great days out in Europe over the last year or so. Mm. Um, and uh, Amsterdam was another fine one. I got there early afternoon, I flew out on the day of the game, met up with some friends who sit near me in the row in front at Stamford Bridge and went for a very nice lunch. Marvellous. Where I had, um, I think it's called stamppot. It's a Dutch dish. Basically it's uh, mashed potato mixed with something of your choice and I chose sauerkraut with two types of sausage on top nice bit of gravy and pickled vegetables washed down with two litres no not litres half litres of lager
2: I thought that was going to be two litres of wine then (laughs) yeah no it wasn't wasn't two
1: pints Um, they don't do pints and and a litre is too big isn't it so it must be two half litres yeah but it's very pleasant excellent Excellent. and um, we finished eating sort of late afternoon and then i thought i'd learn my lesson from munich last year where we left it a bit late and struggled to get down to the stadium so i set off early to beat the crowds got down to the amsterdam arena by a chelsea special really i had a video clip of it everyone singing and rocking the train backwards and forwards non-stop from the center of amsterdam to the arena excellent and um, when when i got out it was the most bizarre thing. Uh, I was in Stairway K, and it went A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, L. And <laughs> K was nowhere to be found, and we were all lost, wandering around the stadium. We we eventually found it around the far side. I don't know quite why the Dutch alphabet... Those crazy Dutch... Ones. ...is in a random sequence. And then we had to queue for hours, and they were sort of security checking you as you walked through the turnstile. So as... Um, As one person went through the turnstile, the turnstile couldn't then rotate because they were frisking that person. And it was just bedlam. I mean, I'm glad I got down there early uh, because it took hours to get in. And um, I thought the highest stadium I'd ever been to was Newcastle. But the Amsterdam Arena, even though when you're in your seat, it did not feel as high as Newcastle, the stairway to get up there was unbelievable. Right. And, And I pride myself on being moderately fit, even at my age i doing quite a lot of walking. Mm. But my legs were throbbing by the time I got to the top. And my son, who just finished his first aid course at work, was resuscitating someone at the stop- top of the stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. It <laughs> was. Seriously, I'm not joking. It was as bad as that. I mean, how, how we didn't lose more fans going up that stairs, I'll never know. Mm. Anyway, it was all a bit of bedlam in the stadium. But uh, once the game got going, um, as you say, it was... Um, Unbelievable that at half time we were still level, which I took as a good omen. In that we have played so so badly, mm. uh, but as Arsenal is evidence, it's it's not um, how you play; it's all about winning. Yeah, and, and we do the winning, and they do the how you play. That's a
0: very apt way of putting it. Actually. Well, it's you know, for truthful Bayern last season as well. It's um, it, you know, it's all very well getting there and um, and playing all the football, but if the ball doesn't go in the back of the net. Exactly.
1: Simple stuff, but uh... one, one day we will win with style.
0: Mm. Eventually.
1: But uh, overall, it was a great result, and I'm just relieved it didn't go to extra time because I think um, we'd have been completely knackered.
0: Yeah, the um, it, it was quite evident that the um, the legs were starting to look a little on the heavy side um, after you know sixty sixty eight sixty nine games or whatever it was, um, and I think we. Were... Chatting to someone yesterday, I think Oscar because of the, his various Brazilian juices. It's something like the seventieth, seventy odd games. Uh, sorry, seventy eighth. I think it was seventy um, ninth was yesterday. So yeah, seventy ninth. Yeah, they,
2: they they announced it to quite a huge sigh around the ground um, when spy mm. announced that one. It was a yeah staggering statistic really when you think it's his first season at Chelsea. That's since he started with Chelsea. Yeah,
0: Apparently. no. So yeah, just it's just just this season. Isn't it? Well, I, you know, I saw him um, play at the Olympics, and um, and on. It's gone from there. So yeah, fair play to the man. Um, but I think um, overall, it, it's the quality of the competition. I thought Benfica were one of the better sides we faced. I think you know it's not being terribly unkind to suggest that some of the sides we played have not been. It's it's not exactly been your Barcelonas and Bayern Munichs, um, but Benfica were a decent footballing side, but just went to pieces in the box. There was no, no real coherence um, in the 18-yard box, which um, which certainly saved us. Um, Tony, your, your thoughts on the game?
2: Uh, well, I, I did the um, the blog. Uh, the, the blog match report or whatever, which uh, you, did, you uh, are
0: you, you are a European final specialist, aren't uh, you? apparently so. Yeah, that was
2: Nick's uh, Nick's idea, I think. Um, but well, from you know, I, I sort of sat through it, and I, I must admit the, those notes were were genuine. We were all over the shop um, in the first half, and um, you know, I was trying to come up with something you know pithy and witty around it, and all I could think of was you know where, where we've we've gone from. You know, they were like Waitrose last year at Munich into Lidl and, and ultimately, by half-time, just about um, begging to be let into well, Aldi's or whatever you pronounce it. I was also fairly convinced at one point that Rafa Benitez had uh, decided that the Istanbul 2005 strategy was the way to go, <laughs> go about the game. Um, go, go 3-0 down and then start. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Wait until you, you, you can smell the Monte Cristos coming out of the other opposition dressing room at half-time and then spur your players on from there. And... Um, uh, I uh, you know you just but all the way through it um, there was this sort of undercurrent of we have uh, w- one of the c- the almost constants of the entire season has been um, good half bad half in, yeah. in no particular order you know one week it are brilliant first half Arsenal Um, uh, Second half, then we go to pieces, uh, or vice versa. And it it just seemed to me that there's this, you know, um, kind of underlying almost a a cultural thing. I always remember that um, in Marino's early days, there was this whole thing around resting on the ball, or off the ball or something, you know, about preserving your energy levels through the game. And I don't know whether this is like Rafa Benitez's... Equivalent, or whether it was just sheer tiredness, but I think you know th- those players knew they had two games left, and you're in a final. I'm not entirely convinced that you wouldn't be able to find the strength to push yourself through that. Um, but you know, as, as Mark said, luckily they didn't really turn up in the um, in the Chelsea box. They seemed to have ballet shoes on at some point rather than football boots of Benfica. I, I was impressed with. Um, uh, Cardoso, is it? Cardoso? I don't know. Is that how you pronounce it? Um, yeah, yeah. He, he was a handful, but again, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, surely over Twitter, the inevitable, we should sign this Cardoso bloke up um, was going on on the timeline. So, sort of, like, trying to write notes, follow Twitter, watch the game, and you couldn't help thinking, it's got Chris Sutton written all over it, you know. Gives us a, an absolutely hell of a time and turn up, and you know w- it would end up being another Mattia Kesman I guess, or someone like that. Mm.
0: Um, just sorry to I, I've just to find out a little bit more about that. I've I've googled what I thought the spelling of his name was, and ended up with the Wikipedia page of a soci- sociologist, professor, and politician who's about eighty years old. Oh. so <laughs> I'll, I'll,
2: re- I'll re navigate. Yeah. And, um, um, and we'll see how we get on, but. In general, I mean, in the second half, and again, I think for the first ten or fifteen minutes, um, we hadn't improved much. Benfica, on the other hand, had actually gone down to our level, which was quite nice of them. And um, what you could see was actually two teams who were um, uh, basically, you know, you know, two bald men fighting over a comb kind of thing. It was, it was looking a bit championship. At it time. was, and I've I've written down at fifty-five minutes, um, you know, from the beginning of the game, I've got you know, it was a snooze, yawn wake up and it was just getting to that point where we're thinking oh god this is just going to be a war of attrition you know this kind of attritional nil-nil game mm-hmm. um, and then thanks to the joys of Dutch TV we've you know we suddenly got this and Torres is away sort of thing <laughs> we've, yeah. while they did beautiful slow motion shots of people in the crowd and you know capturing the emotion or whatever um to just about see him manage to slot it in and they, they showed it on the replay they actually showed that they had captured that but at that well, point a, b- a bit
0: of you know we, we should note a, a, a very tough and uh, determined Torres run coupled with a piece of excellent Petr check distribution now the yes. two things two things happen fairly rarely but for them to happen kind of next to each other is, yeah. um, is pretty at,
2: unusual at, at the exact moment that that some artistic director was sitting there thinking let's get some he was probably as bored as the rest of us let's get some nice <laughs> shots of the uh, the crowd and you know try and uh, build this up as, in terms of atmosphere um, like I, I was guy. in the
1: stadium and I didn't see it either because we were all told to pose for the camera at that
2: point <laughs> 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 everybody looked gorgeous <laughs> pout oh dear it, it was a bit like that it was a bit of a shame really but um, you know you, you couldn't help thinking you were pleased for Torres it wasn't the carbon copy that some people said of the Barcelona a goal, but it was very similar. Uh, he, he he probably in break. this case had a bit more time to think about um that but it, which which was <clears> a worry because at one point <laughs> he did think oh god he's gone too far but he slotted it home nice. Uh, and then obviously the penalty. Um and I you know I I wrote the actually wrote the words bet in play now. Bet in play now <laughs> when the when the ref gave it. And the irony of it was of course is that is possibly the only penalty in the competition that we couldn't argue about yeah no, you know, no was just sitting there a game, Christ, no what was he thinking of, you know but um yeah, um uh, you know, but I was enjoying the game, and now the season's finished, I know we're going to come on to the Everton game' sort of a day later, I'm starting to think actually in a strange, kind of masochistic way i've I've quite enjoyed that season, God knows why, maybe it's just the levels of everything has dropped and the nerves and everything we've, we've sort of met our goals, but um. Well, What a lovely finish from Ivan, um, just to say that point of the man who um, had Jeff Shreves wallowing and, and reveling in his misery last year, you know, by the way, you won't be playing mm. um, to then go and stick away. Uh, I don't know where you were watching it JD but I was watching it at home that was, yeah, was possibly the longest looping header <laughs> I've ever seen I, I wonder for a moment whether the uh, the artistic director of Dutch TV had actually decided to slow that one down you know to capture the beauty of the art it,
0: did, um, it, it did feel a bit like it I to, and I, I'm hugely pleased for Ivan because obviously having missed out on the final last season um, and being you know I th- I think he's a great player. I, do- I don't think he's absolutely super world class, but what he is 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 committed. Uh, you know, a great team player who will who will do exactly what is asked yes, of him, and yeah. will, will pop up with um, with very important goals yeah. as he did. Uh, so I'm, I'm hugely pleased for him. I really uh, am. I uh, it's so fantastic. It fits-
2: a couple of years ago, when it you know when it became obvious that he was going to be, um, you know, a- attain that kind of cultish uh, status at Chelsea or whatever, that when you look at him, he's kind of got that. And it's, I don't mean this insulting in any way, but the kind of <laughs> simple farm boy look about him. He's like this. He's come good, and you know, you, basically the, the manager just says, "You defend," and he just sort of looks in and goes, "I defend," and off he goes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think uh,
0: I think you, you may well be right there. Yeah, I, I, I can't I can't see him being any kind of metropolitan uber Uberponts. Let's put it that way. No. Um,
2: <laughs> I couldn't think of any. So it from.
0: yeah, well I, th- I think we um, you know we we, we doff our or doff our captain because um, you know he came up trumps yet again and um, and stuck us another European pot in the um, in the bag. Um, from my point of view, I th- the game i um, obviously very dis- disappointed not to be in Amsterdam and um, by about half past three on um, Wednesday afternoon watching all the tweets and texts and such like come in, I was head in hands at computer thinking, why why, why am I not? Well, I did um... offer
1: you a lifeline.
0: Yeah, you did. You did. But, and, and many people did. And I'm, I'm grateful for all those who, um, who tried to persuade me. But um, sadly, other things um, had to take precedent, which is annoying. But um, alas... Um, but, yeah, it's um, it, it was definitely sort of, a you know, a lower-grade European final, I think, if, if you like. But um, but it is a large silver pot. We've won it. Um, we are, you know, we, we can go through all the stats again. I'm sure everyone knows them by now. But, you know, we are the first English, well, the first British team to hold all three. Um, and one of only four who've won. Um, Who've held? I think it's held the European Cup and the UEFA Cup, or their modern yeah, equivalents. And the
2: cup and cup those
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and it's I think it's Bayern Munich, Ajax, yeah. and Juventus. Yeah. So we're in we're in some pretty lofty company there. That's um, that's another nice little record to um, stick on the books while uh, Arsenal fans are busy leaping around and celebrating fourth. So um,
2: indeed, <laughs> oh, good. <That> was <laughs> pathetic.
0: I um I. I have to say I, I've seen footage of them all. Leaping around singing Tottenham, Tottenham, mind the gap. When the gap they managed to squeeze to one point on the final day, and thought, yeah. good god, should we ever get that embarrassing? I think it's time to start shooting people. But um,
2: I did actually tweet today that I, I really, you wanted, were having a rant, were you? I was, <laughs> and I wanted, I, I did want to know when if anybody could tell me what route the open top bus parade was going to take around North London (laughs) in celebration of their fine fourth place and some wag did come back to me with a well they start at Cafe Nero then they go to Starbucks (laughs) and uh, I thought was rather good yeah it's the latte mob the latte (laughs) firm yeah
0: um so yeah, I think um, we've done. You know whether Benitez has been successful, dismal, or otherwise, over and over again on um, on the potting Shed. And um, but I think you know the, the man has left us with um, with a nice big silver pot um, and third place. Um, I think um, we will term him. Well, from, from my point of view, I think I'll term him the adequate one, and um, and that will do nicely. Um, anyone else? Anything on Amsterdam?
2: Um, yeah, I'd like to have a mention of um, Ramirez actually Because at uh, 88 minutes, or 89 minutes I I had the, the, the temerity to suggest on Twitter That maybe at that point, having been offside for about the 38th time During a game, perhaps he should come off and let Moses on You know, a proper winger um, And I remember the conversation what, I had with was Peter Was it not, not, pop-up, not, pop-up, not popular then? <laughs> Uh, he, you know, I mean, he's he's rapidly turning into a bit of a uh, a Mikel like figure amongst some. You know, he's rubbish. He can't control the ball. He can't do this. He can't do that. And they, people forget that. Um, you know, as as Brazilians go, they seem to think everybody should be Socrates or Zico or someone like that. You know, and and they're not. The, the Brazilian player of today is a somewhat different animal from the one that sort of graced the game in the seventies and eighties. And, mm. and what he is is an. Absolute uh, and Pete described him. Pete Watts of this estate who described him as our Duracell Bunny. The guy has just endless energy. And the boys,
0: um, the boys got an engine on him. He's he's like Essien. Yeah, you know, but, just uh, won't stop. you know,
2: and I tend to agree with Pete that 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 in itself is worth so much because it works, grinds the opposition down. Ultimately, you know, the, the, they must have been quite depressed with the fact he might well have kept being offside, but you know, in the heat of the game. Their defenders can't always be sure of that. They can't always be sure they're going to rely on the mm. Lino getting it right. And when he ran that into the corner, um, it was it was remarkably similar to what Torres did. You know, Torres came yeah. on uh, in the uh, in Munich, you know, first bit of action or whatever that he had. To, he ran it into the corner, got the got the corner that Matter took, that Drogba headed in. Ramirez yeah. ran it into the corner very cleverly, deliberately, played it off of the um, it off the guy, yeah, yeah uh, and then pushed it you know Mata puts it over and Ivanovic is there to pick it up and so yeah. I think you know, he deserves a mention for not giving in and we've always cri- you know I'm not we're always quite critical of players for lack of ability and yet at Chelsea we've always sort of been quite, quite proud of the fact that actually we didn't mind a tryer
0: yeah, no, you he's he's, um, he's got you know he's got a little bit of class about him as well. The, the boy can find the net occasionally too, but um, but yeah, it, you know that's exactly the point. Yeah. He, he, he kept running, and um, and as you say, was the man who won the corner. Yeah. Um, talk
1: about, he was running on the right wing. Yes, and, and I, I, I I think if memory serves me correctly, I, I was the only one who got the team selection right last week when I said no, that you? Ramirez would play instead of um, Moses on yes, the right wing Moses. and Lampard would play in the middle.
2: Yeah, good call. Actually, sure. put down at eighty minutes. Ramirez offside for the thirty seventh time is a bit of a joke. He ain't no, <laughs> he ain't no winger, he, and, he, and he isn't. But you know, uh, he, you know, I, I resisted the temptation to call for his immediate substitution and banishment to the Maluda uh, arena or whatever um, that some people seem to be saying. Um, but, you know, I was proved wrong. Gladly proved wrong as well. Because indeed. Think, you know, indeed.
0: Yeah. Um, well, it, should, it, it actually should also be noted just to round off. And I think, arguably, our worst player in, in the, the two finals we've had, um, European finals we've had in the last um, 12 months, our worst player of both has been Matter. And he's got the assist for both goals. That have, that have basically either won or kept us in the game. Um, so, you know, again, the value of whilst, um, you know, your, your key creative man may not be... Um, may not be having the best of times it's, um, it's probably wise to leave him on because he, he is the man who will turn something up um,
1: all good I think um, I've just spotted this- a typo on the BBC news. they've got this banner that goes across at the top of the page right? and it's got former Chelsea manager Jose Mourinho to leave his position at Real Madrid at the end of the season but surely you should say future Chelsea manager <laughs>
0: <laughs> former future we quibble over terms um, I've no doubt we will come on to him in a little while. Um, so, congratulations to the boys. Um, it's 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 a pretty remarkable achievement, you know, for all of the um, for all of the hassles we've had this season and the ups and downs and the cup competitions that we've missed out on. Um, we do have um, for the next um, three well, next few days we have European football's two biggest prizes sitting in our um, in our locker. So, everything is right with the world as far as I'm concerned. Um, I think we will move on to um, the final game of the season, which was uh, Everton at Stamford Bridge yesterday. Um, we all know the maths and the equations and what was required um, in order to get ourselves third place and avoid playing lots of Lithuanian plumbers in the middle of July and qualifying rounds and so forth. Um, and, you know, obviously the question is to whether, um, how much Wednesday and um, any subsequent celebrations had had a, had an effect on them, on the players. Um,
1: Mark, you were well, we were both there. Your your brief thoughts on the Everton game? Yeah, well, it was um, very much a party atmosphere. Everyone was in good spirits. Mm. Um, we, we had the clack. Is it, do you call those things clackers? The... I d- I'm a, as
0: far as I'm aware, they are called clackers. I mean, it's a nice uh, gift,
1: isn't it? Really. Um,
2: we had it as clapper, so um, but yeah, get your clapper it made, out. It, it made a good background noise.
1: Hmm. So we're now cardboard fans, not plastic fans. Biodegradable. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it, it should, apart from the rubber band.
0: It should be noted that um, at, at one time, not so long ago, um, Chelsea fans singing, you know, we know what we are, or a derivative thereof, was um, was the source of huge controversy. And now they're printing it on um, giveaways for the fans, which uh, I thought was quite amusing. But, um, but anyway, sorry, Mark, carry on.
1: So it was a good atmosphere. It was a sort of party carnival. End of season, last day of term type atmosphere mm. and um, it was a very open game. I mean both teams were out to play, um, no defending really going on, so um, it was you know backwards and forwards, a bit like basketball um, again we, we took a lead and gave it away very very quickly. I mean we, we were quite fortunate to take the lead. I was surprised at how poor howard 's handling was yeah he did uh, he bad. gave us that goal. Um we we gave them uh their goal, although in Tony's company I'm obviously hesitant to refer to Luis's <laughs> stake at the back. Um
2: uh, well it was Oscar that gave it away originally in a bit of an Yeah, yeah, that was, era. Yeah. No, he
1: was trying to cover up Luis and yeah. in, in his haste to cover up he fell over and gave the ball back. Um uh, but we finally won. I mean Everton had quite a few chances and mm-hmm. um sort of on hindsight the fact that Arsenal did win is just as well we pulled a win out of that otherwise we'd be the one going through the um, yes qualifiers um, so all in all in the end it looked very comfortable Yeah, it wasn't that comfortable but actually I think everybody was so happy and had been to the pub beforehand that it all felt comfortable
0: yeah I have to say whilst sitting there and having the odd nervous switch about it there was a point where it was sort of ebbing and flowing quite well but for the, actually for the first time in a little while I don't know whether it was sort of you know confidence built on the back of a, a European final or about five or six pints beforehand in the pub but you know the, for the first time the feeling that well, actually yeah, I think we'll be alright here returned, which is um, it's been some time since that's um hoved into my hoved interview in my world um we um we should have a look at Nathan Aki, 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 I'm not entirely sure how you pronounce his name um who I thought had quite a decent game. Um, he was he was a little bit twitchy to start off with, which is only to be expected. Um, and I think he was not tar- not targeted by Everton so much, but they were they were onto him very very quickly as the youngster. I think you know he was under pressure quite a lot. Um, and yeah, a bit wobbly, positionally a bit suspect, but certainly come the second half, I thought he was um, he was excellent. I think it was his tackle that led to um, Torres's goal. Uh, as yes. far as I yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, yeah, fair play to him. I, I will. We'll, sort of chat briefly about the youth cup um, in a little while, but he's one of the, the current crop of um, the, the group that, that lost to Norwich um, at the bridge last week. Um, and looks looks decent, you know. It's, it's obviously the mini Hewlett comparisons in terms of his position and um, and the hairdo are, are fairly inevitable, but. Um, I think that was um, that was quite a decent little showing for his sort of first full uh, full appearance.
1: Um, if, if I were him, actually, I'd, I'd get rid of that hair. Because it does beg the comparison, with call it. Mm. And I, he was asked a question, and he said, no, I'm a, I'm my own man or something, I don't know what he said. Mm. Um, but so that people don't make the comparisons. Yeah, get um, your hair cut. Get your hair cut. I mm. mean, um, when I was younger, there's a lot of heavy breathing going on on, the, on someone's microphone at night. No, not guilty. Tone. So?
0: <laughs> you still with us
1: i'm on on mute (laughs) well how did you say that then um i mean when i was younger and i was playing um i just i had this long hair sort of draped over from one ear across to cover my ball patch and i decided people kept saying oh he's the new bobby charlton so i I (laughs) cut that off and it you know it it helped my career evidently yeah evidently
0: um see impressive from him um I'm just trying to think. I mean, Torres actually had a a good game. You know, again, it's, it's a subject that's been um, done to death and, um, and over again on, um, on the podding shed this season, but um, actually had a decent game and, and took his goal very well. I thought, Um, I think it's, um, it's not unkind to say that the Europa League has, um, has has been very good to him. Um, He's, he's, Fared well against sort of the European football's lesser lights, and I think it's just given him that little bit of confidence. And I think that was his first goal in the Premiership for in 2013. I think
1: it is causing a bit of confusion. I mean, I'd already written him off. Yeah, and now he's gone and scored in the Cup final and scored again at the weekend. And you know, what am I meant to decide now?
0: Well, it's almost you. You almost feel if the season went on for another three or four weeks, who knows what might come from him? I think it's just the season's probably ended at the wrong time. Um, So yes, I mean, whether he's here or not next season, there's there's so many variables that um, are going to need to be sorted out in the summer. So whether um, whether indeed it is Jose Mourinho taking charge and um, whether it is his. um, Fernando Torres is going to be his number nine. Is anyone's guess, but um, we should um, we should also from the games yesterday. We should also mention um, Lukaku's magnificent hat trick against um, Manchester United, which um, I think it's you know again the statistics roll out. He's one of only six or seven players to come on as a sub and uh, and score a hat trick, and and I'm fairly sure that that hat tricks against United can't be um, things that come come around too um, too often. so well done him and obviously that, um, that begs the question as to whether we're going to bring him back or um, or send him out on loan again um, ob- the obvious answer is to bring him back but Tony you, you incline maybe to sort of give him
2: another year on loan if he's not going to be first choice here or no nope, I think he should come back I think we've been so- sorely lacking in that department um, in, in the whole striking arena in general um, Bar is okay I'm not sure he's ever going to be the, the top line striker um, and I think Lukaku is so staggeringly like Drogba and he would have picked up a load of confidence from this and, and I think oh, yeah, you know, I think someone sort of described Drogba as all, he was all kneecaps and bloody elbows when we first got him and uh, you know the, he was very Marmite wasn't he um, in his first season I, I, I was always a big fan because I'd seen him at Marseille Mm. Um, And I think with Lukaku He needs that chance Uh, And you know Torres has has openly Thrown the gauntlet down I said he's happy For anybody to come in And and, and sort of compete Well good Let's do it then I Mm. think we should do the same With the goalkeeper as well And get Courtois back He was quite magnificent The other night Against um, Real Madrid Pulled out a save That just defied belief yeah, that was, that was extraordinary you know, that, Ozil Ozil, that's it, yeah Sorry, I was just thinking was that bug-eyed bloke, <laughs> you know um, It's Marty Feldman, that's it <laughs> Marty Feldman, yeah um, So I think, yeah I'd, I'd, I would take the cargo back I mean, as nice as it is To go out and splash out a load of money On Lewandowski or um, Cavani Or I think Falcao would be I, I'm with Donal on the whole idea Of a uh, third-party-owned player coming in Yeah, a but I do think that you know you, you, if you bring that in and, and you have similar to United three or four strikers ready to go, um, and, and someone who's prepared to play two of them occasionally together—that you know, mm. was quite brave yesterday, wasn't it? Really seeing them um, yes. line up the uh, the two strikers to start with. Um, so perfect. I think I'd like to see him back. I think you know the, the point of loaning people out is you know if he goes away and he doesn't have quite such a good season next year. Uh, then people were saying, "Good, well, get rid of him. I th- you know, get him by his hot. Bring him back. Tell him that was exactly what we wanted you to do, and you know, give him a chance." Well
0: sure done. You, um, you in agreement, Mark? Or?
1: yeah, no, I am. I mean, um, Barr is, isn't what what I thought he was. Uh, he was good yeah. on his first game or two, but he, he's unusually for a big bloke. He's unusually weak at shooting. I mean, his shots are really feeble. Mm. Um, so, I mean, the, the goal against Man United in the um, cut was sensational but apart yeah. from that he's been a bit lightweight so he's not the answer to our, to our uh, striking problem mm. Torres I mean the, the jury is still out I mean who knows how he's going to start next season if he's with us so we definitely need strikers Lukaku may or may not be the answer I mean um, Sturridge out on loan was fantastic but, but when they come back and mm. play for us doesn't quite work out so you know who knows what's going to happen with um, Lukaku so I'd like to see him back but I still think we need to buy one more as well
2: yeah Yeah. and that's that I guess that's the point I was making if you get a Cavani who I think is probably for me the best bet, but I think with, um, uh, with, with Lukaku if anybody can get the best out of a Drogba like player and that was a very drogba-like mm. yesterday mm. Um, uh, I thought his header over the line when he was laying on the floor was taking the piss a little bit but, um, <laughs> uh I, I think then you know if it is to be Jose Mourinho he would that's, that's his type of player and I think with Mourinho you, you probably had we always had those kind of plan A plan B options which is uh, something mm. that a lot of people have been complaining about you know go win ugly go win good you know it would depend on who you're playing and that yeah. sort of thing so I'd, I'd, I'd happily see him back and you know it, 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 I, I get a bit frustrated with the, you know, the lack of nurturing of talent and the, the kind of short termism well he's had three attempts and we, we brought him on for 20 minutes three times at the end of the game and he didn't do anything mm. Blimey <laughs> is, that, is that the criteria? That's not really the way a lot of other managers do it
0: it's, um, Well this is the thing it's, it's the old it's it's the Ferguson argument in the sense that as, as has been noted before when um, you know there's, I can't remember who it was a reasonably notable United fan in the media on some program or other so, you know, leaping up and down after Johnny Evans's first performance which by all accounts was fairly disastrous he's bloody useless you've got to get rid of him and you know now he's a you know he's he's no world beater but he will sit there and do the job now that obviously this, being the main striker of a a squad is um, is a slightly different thing for being a, a utility defender who can slot in, uh, you know, three different positions along the back and fill in mid- fill in, in midfield occasionally. Um, but you know, I think it, it would be truly bizarre for us to have spent what eighteen million quid on Lukaku, and um, he's gone out on loan and had a, a fantastic se- season and scored what seventeen, eighteen goals, um, and, and not to do something. Um, and, it, and if he doesn't come back, then. I suspect that there needs to be a very good – for the fans alone, there needs to be a very good reason as to why he doesn't because I think it would just baffle people if, um, if there isn't at least some sort of um, sort of will to bring him back. But, um, you know, hey, who knows how these decisions will be made and, indeed, who will be making them.
1: Um, I watched Match of the Day last night to see the goals mm. and they interviewed Steve Clark afterwards. And it is the first time I'd ever seen him smile. He was really happy, Steve Clark, And he did mention that he'd already had a glass of wine with Sir Alex. Well, the interview doesn't take long. It doesn't take... is isn't much time after the end of the game, is it? I mean, it's fairly yeah, soon it's after Yeah, it's reasonably soon, yeah. So all I can assume is he'd been back to the office and they'd shared a bottle. <laughs> and he was well-merry by the time he got up in front of the camera. And he, he just couldn't stop giggling and laughing.
2: Actually cracked a smile. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. He was very happy now, in the hindsight, you mentioned it, mark and yeah, he was wasn't he it's 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 two two, Scots,
0: two scotsmen of two or three glasses of claret down it's um you know
2: <laughs> smart so, um uh, no offense, blue boy Dave. <laughs> no indeed indeed
0: <laughs> indeed um so I th- you know rounded the season off nicely and you know i I think we are probably i will ask for your comments in a moment, I think we are probably in agreement that as seasons go. The ups, the downs, the good, the bad, um, it's actually ended up pretty well overall, I think. Tone, so, you
2: agree? Yeah, I, I do. I think I've, I've obviously been milking it a bit at work, and you've, yeah, I've had one or two people give it, yeah, but it's the, the old Wenger approach of, uh, yeah, when it's, it's, you're, you've been rewarded for failure, and I'm thinking, like, go and tell that to Swansea then. Go and tell them they were rewarded for failure, winning the Carling Cup, or whatever it's called these days, or, or Wigan with the FA Cup. You know, they've had an open-top bus parade, I think, in Wigan today, relegated or not. They've got a big trophy yeah, to, to drive burn that town. Uh, and when you think, and I think Mark's raised this point before, if we if you take out the World Club Championship and the Super Cup, which are um, as a result of your form in the previous season, yeah, um, you know, we have won two from a possible five trophies or whatever, or won one from a possible five, whatever it is, you know, we didn't win the Premiership, I don't think many of us thought we would. Okay. No, no no no, I, I, I think uh, it's and, unlikely. Well, if, in,
1: in September t- I probably did think we we had a chance actually. Um, yeah it
2: going maybe quite well uh, at one point. Yeah but, but then you know I, I I guess by the time Manchester United game had come around I think the, the wheels hadn't come off but they were wobbling weren't they? The wheel nuts had been loosened and and uh, so I think you know the the the, the dropping form I think was very possibly inevitable by the, our lack of depth of squad and um, the fact that Robbie himself didn't have much in the way of Plan B mentality. You know? Yeah. So I think, in that sense, a trophy is a trophy. You can only win what you're going for, and it's, it's an attitude that we've had since the Ken Bates days, um, which was: if you're in a competition, we'll try and win it
0: have a go absolutely you know,
2: And, and or, or you can take the honourable route that Arsenal appear to think they've taken by getting themselves knocked out of every trophy having a nice run in of 11 games with no distractions and finishing fourth and mm. d- believing you've won the World Cup <laughs> yeah and
0: um, well inevitably presumably selling your best player next but um, <laughs> remains to be seen I suppose <laughs> but um, yeah no I think um, I think all in all it's reasonably good Mark you, um, you, you're i Suggest that everyone reads your um, your review of the game and just your general thoughts on the season and um, how we are, you know, pro- possibly a little ungrateful in, in terms of um, what we wish for. Um, I would urge everyone to go to the blog and have a look at that. Um, but, yeah, you're, um, you're reasonably happy, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm always happy. I'm always enjoying it. <laughs>
0: he says, sorry, I'm slurping coffee now. Um... So that rounds the season off um, Close season, who knows what it will bring um, The main thing is we don't have to um, to Wander off somewhere into um, The depths of Eastern Europe at the end of July Playing qualifying games, we'll leave that to Arsenal um,
2: It's straight into the draw For the uh, the group stages Which takes place uh, on you know, Perhaps we shouldn't uh, um, the- I was going to say, that perhaps we shouldn't um, Denigrate you know, the, the fact that Arsenal have qualified for the chance to qualify nice surely how, how many qualifiers is it one home and away yeah, it just, just one rooms. home and away i think it's and, it's and one I, think, home away. I think a little bit of that's been rescued by our coefficient isn't it i think because um i think it was reasonably important this year that we did have a uh, a finalist at least in one of the competitions because otherwise the coefficient of having four qualifiers was under threat
0: i must have, i've never I, it's one of those things that you know, whoever it is that appears on BBC Sports starts to explain how it works, and within about twenty seconds, my ears start to bleed. Uh, it it just—it's—it's one it's one of those things that's simply too dull for words. But yeah, yes. it's it, yes, we we have our four places. We got third. It's all good. Um, but yeah, it is—it's one to avoid because um, if you look at some of the names that were already in the pot, I think you know Dynamo Kiev are in there, PSV Eindhoven. Fedelbatcher in there, the, you know they're all teams. That, yes, we should have a reasonable shout against, but you know you don't want to be playing them that early on in the season with no. that much at stake. So and when
1: um, is it? Is it when um, um, the season starts?
0: Yeah, the because the, the the actual the third round or the, the the actual group stage draw takes place on August the thirtieth, which is Super Cup day in Prague. So it, it has to happen before that, and I think there's actually there's a first and second qualifying round the. Fourth place team in England goes into the fourth qualifi- uh, the third qualifying round. Sorry, so there's actually two games before two two legged games before that. So um, yeah, it, it would be um, a bit too much graft. You're right. No, then. it's so, really. I'm I mean, sorry. It's, I've,
2: I've just read I've just read Mark's comments about <laughs> about sitting at the high table with Roman and his Kobe beef. Sorry, I'll come back in a minute when I have stopped laughing. <laughs> but I mean, it is fantastic that we don't have to play those
1: qualifiers because. Yeah the guys would have been in training two or three weeks earlier which yep. means after their 70 game season they'd get a weekend off and then be back in pre-season to get ready for their qualifiers
0: back on it yeah no i think um i think for, for both players and fans alike a, a good break and um a few weeks away from it all would um, would
1: be of, uh, of great use um so tony are you saying you haven't bothered reading my post until
2: now i've i've I, didn't really get time at work today I did see it and I, I retweeted it and then thought didn't I'll get sit time. down with that um, and I've just gone through the uh, and I just think the I'm delighted with any cut of meat our neighbours wouldn't recognise meat even if it spun wildly out of control from its rotating skewer it, and it am on the X it's just, it's just well, there's a lot of
1: kebab shops in North London <laughs> yes yeah, <so> it's just I <laughs> so,
2: just so wanted to say something along them lines uh, uh, yeah. that
0: is very very good excellent excellent um so that rounds off our season obviously we'll come on to other things in a moment but um it all kicks off again um in middle of august and um i think it's well next it's actually within sort of three four weeks we get the um the fixture list out so we can all get um excited about it all over again and um there is endless rounds of transfer speculation and um i've no doubt an awful lot of um faffing around with um, Mourinho and uh, whoever else is possibly in line to be our manager. He said, you know, just suggesting
1: it. I mean, if it's not, Joe, there's going to be a hell of a anticlimax for a lot of fans who've already, you know, concluded he's definitely here.
0: He may not be. Well, this is the thing. It's, you know, it's it's not a done deal as far as um, everyone is concerned. Yeah, you know, frankly, the bottom of the King's Road is going to look like, well, Masada or a bad night if... um, if he doesn't turn up. So um yes, it could be
2: um it could yeah. be interesting. That's right, a very quite a serious question that if it isn't him. Who? And who the hell is it going to be because my other choice which probably would have been uh, David Moyes um, uh, he's busy. He's he's busy for six years and um Pellegrini seems nailed on and I'm not sure I'm particularly keen on him anyway because he's um you know, he, he's, he's a bit of a continental moise isn't he in that he's done well, lots he, of fairly good stuff but won pretty much nothing well he sort um, of strikes
0: me as, as Claudio Ranieri the second is that unkind
2: no that's exactly you know, the point build, I think build,
0: builds a good side but doesn't actually really win anything
2: Yeah, um, and harsh, then Klopp seems you know, unlikely to leave Dortmund um, I, I,
0: you, when you look at the man I mean he's obviously a very good manager but he just looks like he spends much of his time in swingers clubs
2: I, I, I tend to agree and I, I've, I think I've commented on Twitter that he he looks to me like a German version of Stephen Merchant Ricky Gervais' partner he kind of has that rather geeky Smiley look, you know, and you can hear, you can almost imagine some of the lines and extras he's sitting there saying, you know, um, you know, Sky TV rang it today. Oh, did they? Have they got a part for me? No, oh, no, they're going to deliver you a dish later. It's that <laughs> kind of thing, and you just think he, he just some of his um, post match comments have been off the scale of bizarre, you know, and like you said in that kind of. Is he? Is he add something kind of uh, is it, thing? Is yeah,
0: he a curious chap. But um, indeed. Well, listen. I think um, within the next couple of weeks, we are likely to be recording a uh, a, 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 new ma- a new manager special. Um, so we'll we'll keep yeah. all the uh, delights of um, that speculation and so forth until then. Or you know, either that, or we're just going to be talking about Mourinho for an hour. We'll see. <laughs> but um, I'll. Um, Obviously, um, with the end of the season, contracts are coming up um, for renewal or expiry, and um, we say goodbye to um, to a few people, and, and the first one we should mention is um, loyal servant of some 10 years, and, uh, and thoroughly all-round decent bloke Paulo Ferreira, um, who I'm delighted he a, got on the pitch yesterday, which I thought was um, was good of Benitez to actually get him on. I think we had three right-backs on the pitch at the end, but... Um, so it was good to see him get a little run out and, um, and the appreciation of the fans and nice that he got to, um, got to bring the trophy on too. Um, great servants. Sorry to see him go. I, th- I suspect that whilst he's a relatively quiet and unassuming bloke, I think over the um, the ten years of managerial upheaval and departures every six to eight months, I, I suspect he's probably been a, a fairly quiet rock in that dressing room overall. Tony, your your thoughts on Paolo?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, when he first came, um, I was fairly unconvinced for the first two or three months and then um, rapidly started to think he was just about the best right-back I'd ever seen. Um, Certainly playing for us, anyway. Um, And I'm not quite sure what sparked off the, the... the, the less frequent appearances really because um, you know whether someone just took Umbridge at the fact that as a centre back he was awful um, I don't know but um, like he said um, uh, he was always the expert that you could even under subsequent Jose managers that could bring him on when you wanted to kill a game off when you wanted to just settle everything down at the back and hold that you know not do anything hold your lead yeah never give the ball away stupidly whatever um, it was always pretty much Paulo Ferreira and, and I think it, you know one of the things you have to mention is the fact that despite the infrequency of his recent you know, couple of seasons and first team performances not a whinge no agents going out nothing no Tantrums, no leaks to the press that we know of from him. That you know around how badly he'd been treated. Just uh, you know, like you said, to get the impression that the guy's a, a pro- proper honourable gentleman chap. So uh, yeah, and it was a nice touch yesterday, and I think Benitez probably deserves some more credit for some people because you know um, it, that was a good thing to do bring him on, let him have the uh, the applause of coming on the, the the crowd singing his name, and then to send him out with the trophy um, was a nice touch
0: yeah uh, it did um, did good um, and I think just in terms of other um other contracts expiring, um, I think Meluda is going, um, I think Ross Turnbull is going, and possibly Hilario as well.
1: Actually, I was impressed with Turnbull yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the little lad. The little mean. lad. I mean, yes. he's no higher than the full-size football, but he managed to dribble it all the way down, got rapturous applause from the um, Matthew Harding end as he scored, mm. and um, he's... Dad Must have been quite miffed and jealous, I would think.
0: Well, there was uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a brief moment from the Matthew Harding upper in our corner where the inevitable, you know, Roman Roman, sign him up. Uh, uh, and then, then the... No, no, not you, Ross. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was poss- possibly a little harsh. Yeah. But, I think the realize- example
1: has come to the end, did I, he? Yeah, I, I, d- I have think. a
0: feeling he's one of the ones who's, who's off. I, if I'm wrong on that, then I... I apologise to the man. Obviously, he's an avid listener. Um, but yeah, I, I read somewhere that he was one of the list of um, of folk who are whose um, contracts are up. So we shall see. We shall see. Um, sorry, mate. I didn't give you a, a. If you wanted to chip in a thought or two about Paolo, please do.
1: No, no. I mean, he's been a good pro. Um, I mean, he, it, it's very difficult to not play for like three or four months and then just come in. But when, when he does come in, he's never let us down. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of him not playing so much, I, I think um, modern fullbacks have to be extremely athletic, and mm. uh, they have to get up and down the wing. I mean, they're basically wingers one minute and defenders the next minute. Paolo's maybe not as athletic as all that, mm. which is probably why his days were numbered. But, I think but he's, he's, yeah, he's, you're right. I think when he's come in, he's been honest and solid, so yeah. um, he's been a good pro for us.
0: Yeah, no, he departs with our thanks. Um, I'll briefly mention the um, the Youth Cup final, um, which was last Monday, uh, a week ago today. Um, went along to the bridge, reasonably decent crowd. Norwich brought um, a good two, three thousand fans down. Um, the bridge was uh, just lacking an atmosphere. Unfortunately, it's it's always going to be difficult. To, you know, you've got half half the ground empty and a sort of a, a fairly mixed crowd. It was, you know mixture of sort of kids and families and you know the older guard who, who was keen to see what our um, our youth systems um producing um the main thing overall norwich just looked like a, a far more organized and more disciplined unit i thought their, their manager did a really decent job of, of setting them up um they had two twins um I think their surname's Murphy or something along those lines. I've obviously done my research hugely well here. Um, who were who were probably the standout players on the pitch? Um, of Our guys, um, Jeremy Boga, the striker who got the two goals, was was pretty decent. Um, Baker, who I've began heard little bits about, looked looked fairly smart technically they're all very impressive but it just there was a little bit too much overplaying um and obviously it's the classic thing at that age is sort of legs starting to get a little tired after 70 minutes or so um but i think you know ultimately norwich are worth their win but you know there's a couple of kids in um in our ranks obviously ake is the one who's um who's risen above um but there's one or two in there that may maybe worth a look i i do genuinely and get get the impression that as with most youth teams, you look back sort of three or four years at the names there and, you know, there's not that many, if any, that have have made the grade to to Chelsea's first team, but you know, they're they're all, they will all make a decent living out of football in one way or another. So we wish them well and um, we shall watch their progress in a little more detail next season. I think we'll uh, we'll try and pay a bit more attention to them. Um,
1: Actually, I've just found this website. Mm Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was interested to see um, which contracts had expired. So I typed in Chelsea FC contracts. And mm. um, this web page, it's called Transfer Market without the E at the end. So it's KT. I don't know if that means it's German. Um, okay. I think it is German, actually, but it's in English. And um, what it's got is all Chelsea players' comings and goings for next season. So all the comings for next season are the return of low knees. Right. And there are 20 people coming back from being on loan. <laughs> so, on the basis they all come back the week after next, we've got a hell of a big squad. So, there's going to have to be some serious pruning. The yes. We either send them back on loan again, which all seems pretty pointless, or we sell nine-tenths of them. Mm.
0: Yes, it's. But uh, I could
1: read you the list if you want.
0: No, listen, yeah, give us a quick blast through who's who's out there. Well, I think we know, know all the main names, but obviously. Yeah, well, it's just, coming, uh, coming back then. It's
1: um, Courtois. Um, Turnbull is going, as is Hilario. Um, Matic De Lach, Can't say I remember him. Sam Walker. Thomas Callas. Jeffrey Broomer. Patrick Van Arnholt. Wallace, he's only got one name. I don't know what happened to him. He's Brazilian fullback, isn't he? Okay. Oh, yeah, we bought him. I forgot about him. Yeah, this is it. (laughs) Um, Todd Kane, Michael Essien Mm. Nathaniel Chaloba, George Saville, Josh McCrecken, whatever happened to young Josh, poor Josh, Uh, Mm. Billy Clifford, Andrew Osmanovich, Kevin De Bruyne, Lucas Pierzon, Ulysses Davila. Thorgan Hazard, who's doing quite well, I think.
0: Yeah, no, he seems to be doing reasonably. Well. Gael
1: Kakuta, Well, I think he'll be going back out on loan. And finally, Romelu Lukaku. Twenty names lit up in green, rows, highlighted to come back.
0: There's 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 probably a decent team or two in there, or a, a decent a squad, team yeah. In there, you know, that's 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 a reasonable squad. Yeah, I, I think um, it will all become clearer. It's, I must admit, it's one of the things we are looking to looking to. Renovate and improve the podding shed in the summer, and I think we, we what we shall do is pay a little bit more attention to our our loanees and um, who's out there and doing what. Because um, there's there's plenty of folk on Twitter covering it, but um, uh,
2: I've, should, uh, I've pay more whizzed, attention. I think oh. I've whizzed along to that uh, site that Mark was talking about, um, transfermark. dot uk. It is. Uh, gen- is it, I think
1: it is German because in the URL it's got forward slash carda hyphen
2: it sounds German to me. Indeed, and it? But um, you're right, Ross Turnbull's contract is ending, um, uh, expiring uh, in 2013, as is Hilarios. Ferreras, Maloudas and Benayoun. Shame. Ha. <laughs> right,
0: OK, well, yeah, so I think it's, it's quite evident. And uh, we may even, you know, I think we may even need to cover... Um, cover this on a, on a separate podcast in terms of um, who comes and goes and who's where um, once, uh, once all the cards have been shuffled again um, we move on, um, just briefly, um, I'm going to throw the question over, to, well three questions over to both of you um, your player of the season your low point and your high point, Tony off you go uh,
2: low point without any shadow, any question losing at home to QPR no noted question Uh, dismal dismal game dismal performance dismal result Mm. and uh, you know it's a dismal bunch of tosses indeed Um, and uh, yeah uh, but High Point is a more difficult one I I think had I been watching the uh, Chelsea-Aston Villa game I would have probably said Frank's goals Um, Mm. but uh, it's a Uh, a tough one in that I think there's been few high points. I'm going to go for... In fact, I'll tell you what, come back to me in a minute while I think about which one I'm (laughs) going to go for on the high point. Alright, I've done the low, but the high is a little tad more difficult.
0: Okay, well, player of the season in the meantime, while you're thinking, you can do both at the same time, you're a smudge. Um,
2: It was between um... Louise and Hazard, and I'm going to go for Hazard, who I think is just
1: what after uh, everything you've said about Louise, he's not even your man of the
2: season. (laughs) That's not happening. That Uh, (laughs) um, When I looked at it on balance, I I absolutely think Louise is the most improved player. um, But I Hmm. think the most exciting player, the man who 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 excites me more than. Any other player I've ever, you know, I've seen in a Chelsea for a long time is uh, Eden Hazard. I think he's just sensation. I think he's he's got everything. He, if we can keep him, I think he's got the capability. He may not reach the heights of Messi because he's Belgian or whatever, and, and they're never going to win anything. However, as a player, I think he's an absolute sensation. I don't think it's a long time since I've seen a player be able to control, hold, run with the ball, and be so comfortable as, as him. So, Eden Hazard, it is. Excellent
0: Back to your high point Tone
2: Tone Uh, Oh hello sorry It was was a bit of a software move Um, High point Ironically um, I'm going to say That the game I enjoyed the most With hindsight um, Was a defeat in actual fact Because it had everything And that was the defeat at home To Manchester United where I thought for Yeah. It was a game. However many minutes we were down to ten men, we were absolutely fantastic and only one team when we were at down to ten men was gonna win that game and it was us. And even at nine men, when you thought an inevitable uh, uh, old uh, you know, coming. Onslaught would come We held out and held out And were done by uh, you know, uh, An offside goal a, a controversial game that had just about everything in it Including you know, um, scandalous accusations Against referees who you know, uh, Were probably misheard or whatever afterwards um, With hindsight as a game that you know actually got you coming out of the ground with every emotion running through uh, that was it that for me even in defeat was one of the most fantastic games I've, I've seen at Stanford Bridge in an awful long time fabulous one oh,
0: okay noted, noted. Yeah, noted. An, an
2: unusual choice I grant you but it's what that's what I pay season ticket money to go and see and yeah. you know for sheer pantomime villain entertainment ups and downs highs and lows that was the game that was the one yep
0: Noted, noted. Um, I shall... Um, player of the season, for me, it's, it's got to be Matter. Um, I t- just think he's, a, he's an extraordinary little player and also comes across... It's twofold. What he does on the pitch is extraordinary. I think he's, he's, just his vision and his ability is, is absolutely second to none. Obviously, Hazard-Hazard comes a fairly close second. Um, I'd also throw in a mention for Petr Cech. I think Petr has been very good this season. Um, but yeah, Matt is the one for me. Aside of anything else, if you follow him on Twitter... He's a bit of a he's a bit of a chap about town as well, you know. He, he's not falling out of China White. He's he's going off and you know he goes bowling and you know he goes and sees bits of London he hasn't before and all that kind of thing. So he's um, he, he's, he's soaking up the culture and um, and becoming one of us, which I think is great. Um, so he gets my vote for Player of the Season. Um, low point. I um, I will give um, a second vote to QPR at home. Um, just shite and not really worth discussing anymore. I think that was that was fairly dreadful. Um, High point. Um, I'm g- oddly enough, I'm going to go the other, the reverse fixture. Um, United at Old Trafford um, when Mata got the the winner in, in you know the 87th minute. Just because that was when I started to feel slightly more comfortable that we were going to get third and you know things would probably be okay. And I, I think we, in the last sort of, few weeks of the season, after a fairly rocky patch and, and being a little bit unpredictable, I think it it just all started to come together and. And look you know there was the odd moment, but just started to look like we we might be okay um, so i 'm going to pick that one, which I know is odd. Um, Fulham away was very good, the atmosphere was fantastic, and obviously we got a a, a Louise stunner in there as well and it 's not been the happiest of hunting grounds for us in um, in recent years, so to, again you know another sort of late season game where we needed a win to to keep pace with um, You know, with with the Champions League spots, as you know, as important as they've become, Um, it was good to leave there with three points.
1: Um, So that's it for me, Mark. Over to you. Uh, Yeah, I'd agree with you on Mata. His first touch is Zola esque. Mm. Um, He's a great player, and he's a nice boy. Yeah. You know, if if my daughter came back with him, out of all the Premiership footballers she could come home with, I'd sort of say, well, that's not bad, (laughs) and there'd be plenty of easy tickets. I mean, it would be good, really, wouldn't it, if she she came home with him? Nice nice chap. I'm still trying to get his number for her. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, matter would be it. And um, low point would be um, the sacking of Robbie. Not that I thought Robbie was going to be our greatest ever manager, but it was, you know, PR disaster.
0: Typically grim, wasn't it, yeah. On the
1: scale of the BBC... Yeah, I think um, that's a very good point, actually. Well, not quite as bad, but um, mm. it, it, it was just, you know, it was just awful after um, the Champions League and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not, it's... not that I think we'd have done any better had we kept him. It was just unnecessary. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'd agree, actually. That's a good point. That's my low point. And um, my high point, I would say, actually, is the last week. Mm. Um, uh, Lampard at Villa was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's had a fantastic career with us. He's been a great player for Chelsea. Um, to get to the record number of goals with the two goals that he scored were fantastic because those two goals symbolise everything about how he scores goals. Mm. Uh, in a game when we needed it, yeah, he pulled it out of the so. bag for us and he hasn't been doing that for a while. Um, so he suddenly refound everything. Mm. How, to, how to win a game that we needed to win with two trademark goals was fantastic. For him then to get a new contract, you know, it's all um, the opposite of the Robbie Di Matteo scenario. It's all good PR stuff. Yeah. And to cap it off with winning another trophy, albeit, you know, it might be spam and not steak. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Um, it's been a great week. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. That's a, that's a very good point. Um,
0: yeah, I think um, a satisfactory end to the season. Um, like we said, I don't doubt we'll be catching up again at some point during the summer, for maybe one or two editions of the Podding Shed to cover managers and new players and p- players departing and going back out on loan and so forth. Um, but in the meantime, unless anyone has anything else they want to throw into the mix, speak now.
1: Or no, I mean, whatever, if, we, if we get together when Jose's been appointed in um, early June, I guess. Mm. and get together again maybe um, late July when he's sacked <laughs>
0: <laughs> having, having been called up in front of the FA three times and fined several hundred thousand pounds um, yes I, th- I think that's probably um, probably a very good idea a plan isn't it absolutely well um, gents in the meantime thank you as always for um, your company and um, your contributions this season it has been thoroughly enjoyable as always um, we will be back at some point you know the odd sneak raid during the summer um, and then back properly next season and we're going to have a bit of a revamp of the potting shed. And we're going to do some different things next season we're not quite sure what yet but um, plans will be made plans will be made but in the meantime thank you very much and good night good night
2: good night